On today's show, Apple and BMW talk electric cars as Mazda North America suddenly loses its top designer and Nitza slaps FCA with a $100 million fine. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 27th of 2015. Last week, Mark Rosekind, the administrator of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, stopped by the AutoLine studios and warned us that FCA faced a substantial fine. He's ticked off that FCA delayed action on 23 recalls involving 11 million vehicles. The agency could have fined the automaker a maximum of $805 million, but FCA lucked out. It was only fined for three of those recalls. FCA agreed to pay $70 million in cash to NHTSA. It will spend $20 million on industry and consumer activities and offer incentives to get more people to get the recalled vehicles fixed. And it will pay an additional $15 million if it fails to comply. And speaking of FCA recalls, last week the automaker made a bit of history, becoming the first car company in the world to issue a recall over cybersecurity. Last week, Wired magazine published an article about two hackers remotely controlling a Jeep Cherokee. They got through the Uconnect infotainment system's cellular connection. FCA created a patch to fix the problem, but after the story broke, it issued a recall for 1.4 million vehicles affected by the issue. But it's not all bad news for FCA. Demand for the Hellcat versions of the Challenger and Charger is so strong, the company is more than doubling production for 2016. Because of this, all unscheduled 2015 model year SRT Hellcat orders will be canceled. But those customers will receive a discount for a 2016 model. Customers can start ordering the new model next month. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Those rumors about Apple coming out with its own electric car keep getting stronger. Now a German publication called Manager Magazine reports that Apple and BMW have studied the possibility of Apple getting the BMW i3 platform. It says Apple CEO Tim Cook visited BMW's i3 plant in Leipzig, Germany. If there's anything behind this story, presumably, Apple would install its own battery pack and powertrain. One of the benefits of the i3 is that its plastic body panels are bonded to the structure. So if Apple truly wants the i3 platform, it could easily mold its own panels and come up with a unique design for very little investment. And maybe Apple has already hired the designer it needs to make those styling changes. Our colleagues at Autoblog are reporting that last Friday, Derek Jenkins, the head of design for Mazda North America, abruptly left the company, though he did so on good terms. His LinkedIn page says that he left to work on, and I quote here, a stealth project. Sure sounds like it could be something to do with Apple. Funny, when Tesla needed a designer, It also raided Mazda, hiring away Franz von Holzhausen. As we drive closer to full autonomy, 
automakers need some place to test out all that technology. Well, GM just opened the doors to its new active safety test area at its Milford Proving Ground in Michigan. Parts of the 52-acre facility will be set up so that vehicles can experience a real-world-like environment that will be ideal for testing V2V technologies. GM will also use the area to assess its performance in NHTSA, NCAP, IIHS, and other crash tests. No doubt this is part of the settlement the automaker committed to doing to satisfy NHTSA after its ignition switch fiasco. Lexus is making some minor changes to its entry-level sedan. The IS250 will now be called the IS350, while the IS250 all-weather drive will become the IS300 AWD. The entry-level 200T now comes standard with a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder engine plucked from the NX crossover, although slightly modified for the sedan. A few safety and amenity features were added for 2016 as well. Well, is it better to restore or preserve a classic car? We'll take a look at that right after this. Why Tucson? There's the 17-inch alloy wheels, a panoramic sunroof, and the rear-view camera. And if that's not enough reasons, the touchscreen nav can help you find a few more. The Hyundai Tucson. On last week's Autoline After Hours, we were joined by Larry Moss, the chairman of the Concours de Elegance of America at St. John's. That led to this discussion about the debate between restoration versus preservation of classic cars. Oh boy, <laughs> That's, that, is, uh, that is often debated. If I were a restorer, obviously I'd say you should restore it. Yeah. But I'm a purist. So I think if you find a car that was as is, um, there's something to be said for an original car that hasn't been restored, that was uh, maybe old and maybe has the patina, but it's as it was. Difficult to find, but boy, when you buy a car like that, uh, in the hobby, most everybody will say, please don't restore it. Mm-hmm. So, so in other words, something gets pulled out of a barn yeah. and it's rusted and the tires are, are crumbly and you, you would say just leave it like that? Yeah, I think to some degree, depending on the car. Well, it depends uh, how much rust. What, I mean, if it's a pile of rust, no, 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 I mean, no you, you got to restore it. You know it's a car, but I mean, yeah. it's, I mean it's, just, it's just not like that car. I mean, that, that car is beautiful. I mean, it's... No, that's a ground-up restoration. Sure. This Nash in the studio yeah. here yeah. is, right? If, if you find a Ferrari in a barn or a Bugatti in a barn, uh, and it's reasonable that you could uh, at least tow it somewhere, well, you almost want to keep it in that condition. Now, there'll be many that will restore it, but to buy that car uh, in original condition is going to cost you a lot of money. Restoring it's going to cost you a lot more money, and whether you'll get all that money out, maybe it doesn't matter. You can watch that entire show right now on our website or on our YouTube channel. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.